0: hello and welcome to the carers link lowdown a podcast for carers in eastern Bartonshire. i'm john and i'm your host and joining me as, as always is katie katie how are you doing i'm doing
1: well john i'm i'm enjoying the the lighter nights it means i can get out in the garden for a bit after work um and also things are starting to grow
0: Indeed, there is
1: a season in the air.
0: Indeed, it's uh, spring, I believe, almost. Yeah, and uh, and that's the theme, isn't it? This week, it is. I thought that was clever of me to bring it in like and that. I know you. <laughs> so, and we thought we would uh, go back to our 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 usually favourite type of podcast, which is the the staff banter one. So, who have we got joining us today?
1: Today we've got voices which I'm sure people will recognise. We've got Heather. Hi there, and we've got Claire. Hello. So I'm sure we've we've all heard heard them before, but today they've joined us for a, a specific topic, John. So apart from spring, there is a there is a theme beyond spring, isn't there?
0: Yes, we're gonna we're gonna look, talk about or have a chat about spring cleaning, and and I believe you got a, a quiz or something.
1: I have. That's not about the cleaning bit. That's about the spring bit.
0: That's about it. So what do we want to start with first?
1: I think we'll do the quiz and get everybody in the mood for it.
0: OK, let's go for it.
1: So I have tested this quiz out on on my husband um, and he I then started thinking it was a bit too easy. So I was going to give you choices. So I'm not going to give you choices anymore. So it'll be I'll just be looking for the answers. So it's not. It really isn't difficult.
2: Good. So I'm
1: feeling a bit of pressure, Katie. <laughs> well, if 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 it proves I'll, I can adjust, I have the choices here so I can I can revert to choices if need be. Okay. Um, so the first question is, How, do we, do we say the, do we just say it out loud? Sorry. Or? Say it out loud, yes. first person to shout out. We can have chaos. It's, a, it's an office banter podcast. Okay. We don't have to be <laughs> organized and, and tidy and all the rest of it. First question is according to the UK Met Office on what date does spring commence?
0: First of March.
1: Yep. John got that one. It's the first of March. Apparently it's only the UK Met Office that divides the year into three complete month periods, um, and that's so they can do their stats. The next question: Who wrote the music for the ballet The Rite of Spring? Okay, blank looks, I'll give you a choice then. Okay. Choice. Choices are was it Prokofiev, was it Tchaikovsky, or was it Stravinsky?
3: I'm going with Stravinsky because your voice went up, and it, I think it might be the right answer. And I'm going with Prokofiev for no reason
2: whatsoever.
1: You can have Tchaikovsky then, John. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's what you mean. I was right. I'm going to have to modulate my voice then, aren't I? <laughs> the answer is Stravinsky. Okay, I'm going to have to have to try and not change my my, my voice. Okay. So the next <laughs> question: What is the nickname of Bruce Springsteen? Boss. Yay. Well done, Claire. The next one. Is that the
3: question that That, I would
1: know? Yeah, that's the question I thought you should
3: Yes.
1: (laughs) So, which fruitcake with layers of marzipan is traditionally eaten at Easter? And often has little marzipan balls on the top as well. Oh, oh,
2: oh, oh, M, I know this. Give her a clue. Is it a seminal cake? It is.
1: Yes, it is. It's a seminal cake. The next one. Rabbits often give birth to litters of babies in the spring. But what are their babies called? Other than baby rabbits.
2: Uh, I it. It's a hare, isn't it? It's yes, not a rabbit. It is.
1: I'll give you, um, give you three choices then. So the choices are kits, chicks or puppies. <laughs> kits, kits. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep, they're kits. <laughs> I okay. thought this was easy. The next one. Well, <laughs> Chris got it all right last night. <laughs> He's just a smarty pants. He is. Oh, Well, actually, there's something he got wrong. Um, how many months are female sheep pregnant for before they give birth to a lamb? I'll give you this choice because otherwise it's a bit difficult. So the choices are three months, four months or five months?
2: Oh, five. No, I initially thought five Five.
1: Yep, five is the answer.
2: You see, watching our Yorkshire farm has <laughs> paid off.
1: <laughs> so, the next one to the nearest million, how many Easter eggs are sold every year in the UK? Any guesses? Oh,
0: 120.
1: At two hundred million, lower. Oh, <laughs> lower than one hundred and twenty.
2: Yeah. Well, the the population's about sixty five million, something like that, isn't it? So.
1: 50 million. No, I'll give you a choice then. Is it 80 million, 90 million or 100 million? 100 million?
0: 90. Lower. Go, John. 80.
3: Yes. <laughs> I'm really surprised at that because um, people like buy Easter eggs because they're like a pound and in the shop before Easter and eat them. Like, So I'm really, really surprised at that.
1: Oh, right. Yes, that's true. Hmm.
0: Does that include include um, caramel cream's eggs? eggs? Yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: I don't have got that information, I'm afraid. I'll I'll have to look out <laughs> further and get you need to more here. stats, Katie. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is the name of the character in the magic roundabout who sits on a spring? Zebedee. Yeah. Zebedee. <laughs> According to the UK Kennel Club, the English Springer Spaniel. Belongs to which group of dogs? Gun dog. Nope. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you're right. It's a gun dog. Crofts. Um. I know. Two more. Two more questions. Which bike race is nicknamed La Primavera? It's like Spanish race. The Spanish race. The Tour de France. I'll give you a clues. It's. Is it Milan to San Remo? Paris to Nice or the Tour of Flanders? Oh. Look, so it's got to be the Italian, the Italian one. It's not the Italian one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Milan to San Remo, yeah. Which I'd never heard of, to be honest. Right, final question then. Approximately how many spring tides are there each year? Twelve. Mm. Double it.
0: Twenty-four. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes. My dad'll kill me. <laughs> you <know that. laughs> there
1: you go that was your quiz it wasn't too bad it got easier towards the end obviously
0: <laughs> oh, that was good katie do you enjoy your quiz indeed do we keep the scores on the doors
1: do we? well i'll have to go back and listen and see who won i think oh, heather no, okay. might have won ah,
0: i think it was <laughs> either she's <laughs> i think she is
3: yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> <laughs> okay that was that was brilliant uh, katie and thanks for that and uh so moving on, and uh, uh, so we're going to look at our some of our favourite pastimes, or not so favourite pastimes, which is as soon as the light, we've got lighter nights, uh, we start turning our attention towards getting ready for spring and summer, and, uh, and that sometimes means pulling back the curtains and seeing what's behind them, perhaps for the first time since October. So talking about spring cleaning. Um, I think we've got we've got several we've got a few questions but we'll just kind of uh chat about it so um I'm gonna kick off with one for everyone um what is the worst stain you had to clean and how did you remove it
3: uh, yeah I'm gonna make this carers link friendly um <laughs> i'm not I'm not sure i mean I, I, I do have a small child so um you can imagine the things that I've had to clean um. I don't. I don't know. I don't know, but I was the
2: worst. Worst thing would be bodily fluids. <laughs> well, I've got quite an, an obvious one, but we had um, we moved into this house three years ago and did quite a lot of remodelling on it. And one of the things that we did was put an absolutely beautiful limestone fireplace in. Um, and <clears throat> we were warned within an inch of it. Lights about how, you know, don't put candles on it because if candle wax gets on it, blah, 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 blah. So this thing was getting treated like a baby. It was absolutely keeping it pristine. So then we had some friends over um, for a wee party one night and the inevitable glass of red wine ended up getting couched all over the limestone fireplace. And it was just like <laughs> my sister and I both, this is pre-COVID obviously, sister and I sprang into life and... The only thing I could think about was bleach. So I got my bottle of spray bleach and I just blasted the limestone fireplace with bleach and just thought that's it ruined. Thousands of pounds and that's it absolutely completely ruined. And of course, torn between my good manners and not wanting to make poor Brian, who'd oh, thrown me, the glass of wine over it, <laughs> um, feel bad. I know about Brian, <laughs> won't listen to this. didn't want him to feel bad, but I was crying inside. Uh, next morning came down and... Not a mark. Not a mark. The red wine was gone. The bleach hadn't left a mark, which meant that when my granddaughter did the same thing about six months later, um, kicked, was doing her ballet dancing and kicked a glass of red wine (laughs) out of my husband's hand and it went flying all over the fireplace again. And this time all over the wallpaper beside the fireplace. Just grabbed the bleach cool as a cucumber, gave it a spray. I'm
1: glad you said oh, she there that she kicked the glass of red wine out of your husband's hand because I was wondering why she had a glass of red wine.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, she was she was twirling and twirling and twirling and twirling and, and I could see the accident waiting to happen and then it did. So for any listeners out there who have a limestone fireplace, I can highly recommend spray bleach.
0: Absolutely. And just follow up on that as well is that a lot of people have, well, some people may have counters in the kitchen You know, like marble counters, and there's certain things you've got to be kind of wary of. You know, things like acidic, if you know, if you like wine or or other things. But um, but that's great, thanks, Heather. Um, And conversely, so we've we've talked about the worst stain. What is the what is what has looked like a nasty stain, but actually was quite easy to get out.
3: Red wine on a limestone fireplace. <laughs> 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 Red wine on a limestone fireplace. <laughs> yeah, I
0: yeah, asked
3: for that one. <laughs> I don't know. I think cleaning products are so good now Like um, that you, usually you'll have something about that will uh, uh, clean it. I've got like um, a natural colour like sofa and it's always getting things on it and I just... There's a thing called elbow grease that I use for everything and it's really cheap but it, it works for everything so um, that's... That's a meetup.
1: Well, maybe I could ask for advice then, because we have a young dog who likes chewing stuff. And we had one of these silver marking pen things, which she managed to get hold of. And she she bit it. And we have the silver ink all over the carpet in the spare room, which I have not managed to get out. What it did to her stomach, I dread to think, but that's less important of course than the carpet in my bedroom but we can't get this this silver ink off the carpet at all it's like metallic stuff What have you tried katie what haven't we tried so we've got vanish we've got the pink vanish carpet cleaner stuff we've got um one of these Vax carpet it's not it's funny, a carpet the steam uh, water carpet cleaner thing so we have tried that as well tried elbow grease well real elbow grease not the stuff you buy <laughs> I
2: swear by... I don't know how it would be on ink right and if I've never tried it on ink, but Dr Beckman carpet cleaner. Other carpet cleaners are available. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, I absolutely swear by that. Some of the aforementioned red wine did go all over the carpet as well and the Dr Beckman uh, took it right out.
1: So I don't know know how it would be on ink because ink is... Well normal pen ink, you know, we've we've got out of carpets before because having had children in the house, you know, things get everywhere. But this one, it just it just sits there and stares at me every time I go in this spare room.
0: Does does the ink smell um do you know do you know, like um like glue? Yeah. Well one of one of the and and I know this because I for a while I did um I did some cleaning for for a large organization. And um, one of the things they used to say to you was if you've if you've got something that is um acetate based or, or like that, then um don't go over it with water first and then try and because you you nullify the effect. Too late. So you need to like
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> We've done it. We've put so many different things on there.
1: <laughs> Have you? Yeah.
3: Maybe you could just put the ink on the rest of the carpet.
1: Colour it in and have a yeah, silver carpet. Yeah, that's that's the other idea. That's well, we have been known to put rugs before over over stains that have we haven't been able to
0: remove. So it's not the first stain we haven't been able to remove. <laughs> okay, so that's that's um, uh, about stains in the carpet. Uh, <laughs> you got to be careful with this, anyway. Um, so the, here's one. Here's one for me. Here's a situation I'm facing. Um, how do you have? Um, do you um, get off? Burnt in food stains on a or, or plastic stuck to your ceramic hob.
3: Oh, you need them um, Would you call that really thin wool? Um,
1: oh, like why? And um, the, the stuff like you a, use for just smoothing sh- smoothing things at the end.
3: Mm-hmm. You, you use it for like if you've got wooden worktops yeah. before you you have varnish them. That I I'd had a similar situation where I put. I can't, I think I, I put something on the toaster, and the toaster was on, and the plastic melted on top of it, um, and it was a horrible stain. But that little—I can't remember what the was called. But if you if you just rub that on it, it, it would take the plastic or the off. So, and
1: it won't damage the hob at all. Mm.
3: Yeah, if you're, really, I think you've just got to be really careful, haven't you? Just to put it on the actual mark. I'm not very careful, actually, and I gave that a good. When thinking about it, I gave my my toaster a good scrub, and it, it's fine. So, <laughs> just go, just go at it.
0: Good stuff.
1: And uh, we've already had a bit of a discussion. You know, as Claire's mentioned, how all the, how there are so many excellent products out there at the moment. But one of the things we were wondering, is also, as as the world turns away in many ways from chemicals. You know, we've got this this discussion about how you can use natural things, bicarbonate of soda, baking powder, or vinegar, or whatever for cleaning. And then you've got you've got your branded stuff, your commercial stuff. What are your thoughts on on which is better to use? Any thoughts? We'll go Claire. Claire, if we go to you first.
3: Um, yeah, I like still use like bicarbonate, bicarbonate of soda, and things like that for cleaning out my sinks. Like the, I put it down the sink usually mm-hmm. with some hot water to clear it out. You can't is there anything better than vinegar for cleaning things? No, vinegar cleans absolutely everything, it's the best thing to use in your windows as well. I still swear by it. Um, so I do try and you're there's so much going on just now with the amount of products that they're putting in cleaning things and then not using them at the same time, and because it's actually quite harmful for yourself as well. So if you're able to use things that are naturally occurring or whatever then it's probably for the best but i'm I'm not like my, i was the households that i was brought in my gran and my mum and all that used bleach for everything like bleached cups to get stains out of it bleached the whole of the bathroom you know bleached the whole of the kitchen it was just it was bleach 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 so i probably came from quite a harmful environment
1: Peach <laughs> is magic i mean i know it's not good for the the planet but it is magic <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah. I do try and make sure that everything I use is um, not tested in animals, though. That's one thing mm-hmm. that I don't, I don't agree with. So I usually just double check to see that. And a lot of the the stuff isn't tested anymore, which is good. But that's one thing that I always try and check. What
1: about you, Heather? Then?
2: Yeah, I'm probably there's there's it's probably a bit of a a mix. Um, I I do use um, like you, I use vinegar for cleaning windows it's absolutely brilliant yeah I use baking soda bicarbonate of soda and um, for cleaning as well and another one that was actually my sister that put me on too, was method um which is all organic and natural and it's a uh, you get it it comes in all very very bright colors and one's branded for kitchen one's branded for bathroom but as far as I can see they're all much the same kind of thing and uh, they're they're more ex- they're more expensive if you buy them in the supermarket. I think they're about three pounds a bottle. But you, in Costco, you can get uh, other wholesalers are available. Um, <laughs> in Costco, you can get three bottles for a fiver. And so I've I've gone over to using that uh, for cleaning all my kitchen surfaces. Uh, and what it's brilliant for is cleaning the shower because I never liked cleaning. You know, some people say to me, oh, I'll just clean the shower when I'm in it. But I never liked doing that, like using that like a bleach or something like that to, to clean the shower when I was actually in it. And then you've got rubber gloves and all that malarkey. Whereas with the method stuff, because it's all natural, you can just clean the shower like while you're in it and you're not needing to put gloves or anything like that on, because everything's organic or natural or whatever. So method is, that's my kind of go-to um product now that and the barkeeper's friend i can't do oh. a program on a a podcaster on cleaning without mentioning the barkeeper's friend because that is just the best cleaning stuff ever um, rose
1: got me onto that did she oh it's
2: mm-hmm. just wonderful
1: it's really Absolutely funny wonderful. i was i was looking through my diary I was trying to find a password that i'd forgotten um and i see i'd written in my diary from two, two years ago i'd written down barkeeper's friend and I couldn't remember what on earth it was.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah. The best cleaning product you'll ever find, but again, probably not. Uh, I I don't know whether it's harmful or not. It's like a it's a powder. Um, that's very very good.
3: Well, I've got the um, sort of like the cream stuff that I use on the cooker. Like my, oh, have you? Uh huh. And then I the use- the radiators, the, the like the towel. I can't
2: remember what they're called. Towel radiators? That's not what they're called. Oh well, a heated towel rail. He he uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. No, I use the the powder, and it's great for. I've got one of these induction hobs, and it's absolutely brilliant. I just sprinkle the powder over the top of it, and then just give it a wipe, and it's it's just brilliant. And it's it's get that it's almost like abrasive, but it doesn't leave any scratches or anything like that. It's fabulous stuff.
0: So um, another question that kind of relates, to, you know, talking about shower heather is. Um, How is the best way to tackle mould in either in sort of round, especially this time of year when it's been quite wet over the winter and you might have a bit of mould either in your shower or around your windows, windowsills and that sort of thing? What would you, start with Heather, what would you suggest?
2: Um, I can't remember if it's CIF is the brand or whatever, but there's a mould remover. Again, a spray, again, probably chemical, but uh, it's, it's absolutely brilliant because I've never found a way that you can stop that. Sometimes it's a pinkish kind of mould and sometimes it's black, like round shower rims and things like that. And I mean, I clean the shower with a toothbrush, so I'm into all the nooks and crannies. But, you know, even after four or five days of cleaning it, you can start to see that pinkiness sometimes. So that's the only thing I've ever found. It's, it might not be CIF, but it's it's one of these spray bottles and it's specifically called Mould Remover. And you spray that on, and it, it goes away. Another thing that I saw on YouTube, again, we're talking back to the old bleach, but it was we don't have a bath in this house, but in our old house, we had a bath and used to get that kind of mold around the ceiling on the bath. And it was this gentleman who said, You take toilet paper and you fold it and fold it and fold it and fold it until it's just into a kind of long strip. And then you soak the toilet paper with bleach, just like liquid bleach, bleach that you would put down your your toilet, and you you shove the you press the toilet paper into like the seal, uh, around the bath, and you leave it for twenty four hours. And when you peel it off, the mould is gone, and it does
3: work. Wow! I don't know if the mould's gone or it's just died, so that you can't see it.
1: Maybe uh, maybe. (laughs) it's been bleached. Breached white
2: mould.
3: but it, Your bath looks nice again. Oh, it absolutely does, yeah. yeah. No, I've, I've seen that happen a few times as well. Um, yeah. That looks good.
0: And Claire, do you have any suggestions for mould around the windows? You
3: need to try and keep your, your, your ventilation good, John, in the old bathroom. You know, a, you know, it's like that old story where you're supposed to really make sure that everything's dried after you have a shower or a bath. But it, easier said than done. You're just wanting out of there, aren't you? But no, I, I think you can get like... Preventative sprays. Um, I don't. I don't use anything like that. I'm more a bleachy person, so I'll be spraying. And my my bathroom's all tiled as well, so I end up just spraying the whole thing with bleach and wiping it down. But I think the thing with the, the toilet paper and the
1: the bleach is the way to go if you've got mold. That kind of contains it, doesn't it? It means it's in a very specific place. You're not wafting it in the air or anything like that. It yeah, be in, in one yeah. one place. Because we have issues with mold in our bathroom, but. It's no good opening the window because if you open the window, the walls get cold, and then what happens is the warm, the the steam condenses on the walls, and you just get wetter walls. So it doesn't work for us. Well, might work for me. That's well. That's we're getting a new bathroom at the end of this month, and we will be having an extract fan in there as well. So yes, hopefully that will make a
0: difference. Yeah, it does. Okay, and uh, we were when we we were preparing for um, we were chatting about this podcast. uh, I think it was, a, was it a week ago. I think, and we started talking about some topics. And one of the things I thought was quite good that came up. I think it was Heather. You were talking about it. Was how to remove tomato stains from chopping boards or plastic containers.
1: That was Claire. That was Claire. I, that was, was that Claire? Was Sorry, Claire. Forgive for Claire. me. Yeah. That was
0: Claire. Claire, do you want to do you want to expand on on your solution to that?
3: I just, I just, you know, on a. Uh, on tiktok of all things because that's all i've been doing during this pandemic is watching videos of people doing things and um this woman it was was more to do with like tupperware like plastic tupperware and you know if you've got something tomato based in that it's like ridiculous trying to get it out if you if you cook like if you microwave it or something so what she done is like she puts a, a wet paper towel in the tupperware um with some washing up liquid and she just closes the just Tupperware over, and she shakes it, and then the tomato it, it, like goes on to the the kitchen towel, and it cleans it. And really? then you just, uh, and then you just you just wipe it out. It's worked a few times for me. Um, I think you really need to kind of get it like right after you've cooked something rather than leave it. Um, but no, I've I've done it a few times and it's worked because there's nothing worse than bogging tupperware. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I think that's absolutely. I think that's the best tip I've ever heard because we have so many things with tomato sauce and then we put them in the microwave to warm up for dinner the next day and just makes a mess. So I remember yeah. that
2: soup that wee thing I used to bring my soup to work in um, and it was great because you could just put your soup in it and then, then unscrew the lid and bung it straight in the microwave but I ended up throwing that out because it was just so badly stained and I just couldn't get it out so that's good that's
3: great Claire trying you know- that one. Another thing actually on TikTok and it was about cleaning your wooden spoons because I mean wooden spoons must get really really dirty so it was about you just boiling hot water and put this the spoons in like a like a container and leave them overnight and when you come back the the water's disgusting. So there you
1: go, right. and the spoon will be a
3: bit soft as well. <laughs> yeah. a, a, a soft spoon, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and um, one one, I think we're, we're coming almost to the end of today. But um, one question I've is um, when we're clearing up, usually it's a time to sort out our kitchen cupboards. So what is the oldest tin you found in the kitchen cupboard at the back?
3: No, not in my cupboard. That that doesn't happen because uh, that's. Doesn't happen to you know for, for these things, but I know that in Scott's dad's cupboards, there has been like free bought, pies from like 2005. Um, like old Asda labels, that's when you know it's really bad. Like, I know it's Asda Smart Price, um, other supermarkets are available, <laughs> <laughs> sweet corn from like 1999, but you know, the, the thing is like if it's in a tin, it's going to be fine, isn't it? Not so sure about a tinned pie, but.
2: Oh. I'm not sure about a tinned pie anyway. <laughs> 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 oh dear. I've, i right, I've not had a, uh, again, probably because we moved recently. I mean, don't get me wrong, when we cleared out the, the cupboards in our old house, yeah, there were some things that were way, 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 like tins that were way, way, way past sale by but yeah. Uh, it's spices, it's spice yep. jars, it's not so much tins. I, at the beginning of lockdown, just when we were just looking for jobs to do, cleared out my spice cupboard and it was just absolutely ridiculous things, like from 2008, not you know, like 15 odd years at a date. Uh, spice, you know, that we buy one spice to make one particular dish and then you never make it again. So there was some...
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I would I would agree with Heather. That's that's the things of mine that have been oldest, and you kind of think, well, they won't do any harm potentially, but they'll not have any taste or any flavour left in them.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I I remember helping my um, um it's like a few year few years ago helping my mom out cleaning cleaning the cupboards and we found a, a tin of beans that were like twelve years old in the back <laughs> in, in the back recess of the really deep cupboard. Uh-huh. <laughs> we didn't we didn't dare try and eat them. <laughs> just got to say okie dokie
3: I think the, the tins though, I think it's, it's because he, he just didn't want to waste the food as well I mean he'd, I think he'd rather have kept it in his cupboard and put it out <laughs> just in case something happened and he needed a 15 year old free windows pie <laughs> well,
1: if there was nothing else around you'd give it a go wouldn't you if there was no other food <laughs> well,
0: that's what tins were for originally wouldn't he? exactly anyway so that's that was fun Thank you very much for that, and uh, hope you all enjoyed that. And uh, if you get any any anyone listening at home get any questions, I don't know if we'll do a follow up on top tips for domestic things. I don't know. Um, let us know if you find that interesting, and uh, we'll we'll do another one. So uh, so thanks, Heather, and uh, thanks, it's Claire. That's
2: good. Thank you for
0: joining us, and uh, and uh, and we'll 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 catch up with you too again, no doubt, in the future.
3: Yep. Absolutely. Thanks guys. Thank you.
0: So Katie, um that's us for this week, uh, for this time. And uh we are we've got a few things maybe planned, but again it's waiting just to see who's available. So what sort of things do you think we might be Well,
1: we we started and then didn't quite finish <laughs> was looking at um transitions for young people, so moving from school to work. Or school to university, or university to work. So those are the the, the highest up on the list of, of things to happen. But um, we'll we'll just have to wait and see.
0: Absolutely. And and just to to reiterate what we've said quite a few times now is that we really want to make these podcasts um, appropriate to to carers and um, and respond to things that you want to know about, fun or, or otherwise. And uh, um, we're looking for some ideas and and we would really like to, to hear from you and we'd like to hear that whether you, you know, enjoy the podcast, you know, anyway, um, and, and, or if you want to even come on and talk about, um, a favorite topic or something, your experiences, whatever it might be, then, then please get in touch and, uh, we'll leave the, our usual contact details in the, the show notes. So I guess that's it at the end and, uh, just like to, uh, wish you all well, stay safe and, um, And uh, we'll catch you next episode.
1: Bye.